Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So I am here with someone very, very dear to me, Chaplain Ronald Anastas of the Masonic Village. And I have asked Chaplain Anastas to join us today to just walk us through the journeys that he has encountered with families along the aging continuum, specifically dealing with families that are, are embracing the fact or having to come to the acceptance that now they can't caregive on their own and they have to to adjust for transitions either from a, a home environment to a facility or even within the facility campus and what you have experienced over the years. So tell us a little bit about the campus, the offerings, etc. Well, uh, to the Masonic Village at Burlington, we changed our name a few years ago from the Masonic Home. So we have just a continuing care. We have uh, cottages, independent cottages where people move in and, and are fully independent. We have apartments, independent living apartments where people come and have a nice apartment. We provide activities and all kinds of different programs, health services. And we have the living also. And, and as the residents who moved into the apartments five, six years ago, now many of them are moving into assisted living. Of course, we have a medical center, a nursing home section. We have two dementia units. Uh, also offer hospice, a cage of hospice is part of our, our program. And, and we do rehab. We have a full rehab service. And not to brag, but we got a five-star rating from the state or federal government, whoever does that, this last inspection. And also we voted for all county some of the best facilities uh, for Burlington County nursing home and so forth. Wow. We're proud of our facility here. And it's a Masonic home. It's, 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 uh, it's, I should say it's a charity of the Masonic, the Masons of the, of New Jersey. And they take their responsibility to the elderly very seriously. Try to provide the best care as possible. So to your knowledge, what is their why? You know, why did, why is the elderly initiative uh, important to the Masons? Why, why is that? Our, our nursing, our facility here in Burlington was bought in 1898, over 100 years old and well over 100 now. And uh, they started it to service their members, uh, those in the Masonic Order who needed a place to stay for up and through the end of the 50s. We also had an orphanage here. Wow. Or orphan here at the Masonic Village, Masonic Home then. And of course, things change as modern times. We could not fill all the beds with members of the Masonic Order, their wives or mothers, dependent children. So now we're open up to the public so anyone can come and be part of our Masonic Village. It's not limited to Masons as it was 15, 20 years ago. So what's the criteria? So if there's a family that is now, you know, at their limit in terms of managing, you know, a loved one that is facing dementia challenges and that's creating safety issues in the home, et cetera. What, what is the, walk me through the journey of kind of intake there. Just as any other nursing, they would get an application and apply and then the marketing 
department would uh, facilitate facilitate their entrance uh, to the living or the independent living or, or the medical center or dementia unit. So, uh, we all, you know, people come in for respite even. Uh, and you said there's an interim rehab even from the hospital yeah. stay. Yeah. A lot from virtual all over the uh, hospital. Uh, you know, one or two weeks, you know, and sometimes the folks in rehab, they'll go right into the the living or even the nursing home unit because they can't be home anymore. So uh, rehab's been a good good thing for us here. And how have you best supported these families that have dealt with various emotions of guilt or denial, anger over amongst yeah. you know the inner family dynamics of placement, et cetera? COVID has changed a lot of things uh, through the years. Nursing home chaplaincy is different than a hospital chaplain. A hospital chaplain, you might meet someone for a week or two. Here, we have residents who've lived here 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And so you get to know them, you get to know their, their families, their children. Uh, it's interesting. I, I now have residents. I've been here 34 years. So I have residents now who are here that I knew their parents and did their parents' funeral. Wow. Did her mother's funeral and she just passed away last month. I did her funeral. So just the opposite of a pastor of a church. He'll baptize a baby and then 20 years later he'll baptize their children. I'm just the opposite, I guess. Wow. So how do you, what guides you? What's your why? Why is this, you know, what keeps you going after 30 years? Well, it's the ministry to, to the people here. I just love the, the facility, the atmosphere the residents, the elders, and uh, get to know them and uh, the spiritual connection. Uh, yeah. It is, is, is a, it really is a spiritual connection to, to so many people and uh, hear them to a deeper spiritual relationship with Christ, with God. We minister, I, I do Jewish service, we do Jewish uh, observances too, to our Jewish residents and uh, all, all kinds of spiritual uh, service here. If they're not religious, I still befriend them and talk to them and become friends and help them to develop their spiritual life in the way they can. Mm -hmm. How do you help families adjust in a hospice situation or uh, now we're dealing with terminal diagnoses and, uh, you know, supporting the families around those times? When we, when, did, when we did, when I was on the hospice team, I, I mostly ministered to residents who already lived here and went on hospice. We had other chaplains who would go out to the community. Okay. So most of those residents I already knew. I knew them. Uh, they're out. They're, 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 you know, kids many times. And so uh, you build a, in, in, an, in our facility, you build a relationship with people. And you're there to, uh, to minister to them. Just be there. You know, talk to the presence. Be there with your presence. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Just be there in your presence. To offer. Mm -hmm. so that I do grief support every month. Uh, the whole year I pass out material to all those who uh, have had a loss, new spouse, or mostly spouse, sometimes a sister, brother, child, both child. So we also do grief support also. What's the average age of a resident of the campus? About 85. Okay. 
And what are the 85 year olds into these days? Oh. <laughs> well, a lot of them don't like the computer, I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm always helping somebody with their iPhone or their, their uh, controller for their TV and different things. So, so we have other staff who help that too, but uh, they need the socialization. That, that was the worst thing with COVID. Confined to their unit, to their room for those weeks, turning the months, and uh, it's so great to be able to get out and socialize again and develop the different programs. We didn't have a chapel service for over a year. Wow! Started this year in on Pentecost Sunday. We started our chapel services back again. Fortunately, we have post circuit TV. So, Everything in the service is broadcast to our medical center and our assisted living and our rehab residents. So we broadcast all our Sunday services, and I and I do a devotion twice a week that's broadcast on the on the TV for the medical center also. So that's a couple of things we do because we've been limited to how many groups we can get and and, and serve there. Okay. And are, do you have volunteers from the community? Obviously now outside of, you know, in lieu of COVID, but prior to that. For COVID, yes. We, we always had a great group of volunteers. We had the RFTC from Brown City to come in. I had the uh, E-Club from Rancocas Valley would come in once a month and help with the services. Uh, Sonic Lodges would take turns coming in and help transport residents to the chapel services on Sunday. And and just had all kinds of, you know, volunteers for the hairdresser, barber shop, the clothing, the, the store and thing that we have. So, so we've always had a great group of uh, volunteers. We even had the, some handicapped kids who come in with a sponsor. And, and nice. Different things. So we've always had good volunteers, but boy, COVID, I just uh, eliminated that. Yeah. And what about uh, any initiatives around, you mentioned, I am gonna have a guest that uh, he teaches geriatric tech. So, you know, understanding, you, you know. We had a volunteer who was real good at that. He would make appointments and help all the residents, but he even helped me do a presentation. So, yes. uh, but again, because of the volunteer thing, uh, some of our staff help in, in the best they can. So, right. So, don't wanna hear about it. You know. Right. <laughs> Right. And music therapy, still the same activities? Thank Gloria, our music therapist. She's still here. Mm -hmm. The same Sunday, 34 years ago. Wow. We just started our handbell choir up again. We did a program last Sunday. Uh, The singing choir has not been started up again. But she does a program throughout the building, especially in the medical center and just the living on Sunday afternoon. She does a program at 1.30. They broadcast upstairs and the program and someone's not well or, you know, on hospice. She'll go and play music with them and play games with for them and with them too. So she mm-hmm. yeah, plays herself and all the beautiful programs that, that uh, and we have a great activity staff for the assisted living and medical center too. We have an activity coordinator for each section and they plan, they have programs, all kinds of different programs. Nice, nice. I have it because of COVID, but I I would go in every unit in the home, I would do communion and church service every month, you know, all timers unit, I'm doing church service and uh, and communion every month because of COVID, they cut back on the 
when they're feeling and they're afraid about passing the wafers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've had to cut back on some of that. Now, how do you, uh, I guess, is it a myth or not in terms of families that say, oh my gosh, I have to give up my mother's or my pet parents' whole estate now to move into a facility such as a Masonic Village? How does that work? Like, how do you, what do you say to a family that may be considering these options for their loved one? Uh, well, uh, whatever assets they have, they need to pay their, you know, I'm not in charge of that, so don't. Right, but generally speaking, right. Yeah, uh, they would just like any other nursing home, they would pay their way, and then once they run out of money, they would go on Medicare, Medicaid, but we don't kick anybody out. Okay. Doctor, finances, We'll take care of them. We've had people from other assisted living nursing homes. Oh, we'll take care of you. As soon as they ran out of their money, they changed ownership and, and kicked them out. And, and we took some in. This was a few years ago. Wow. The Masonic code of honor, you know. The, gotcha. The, the, taking care of people, so. Okay. But typically, on average, most of these facilities will exchange the value or remainder of the estate in terms of helping the person live out their days, et cetera. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't take long to, to go through your savings. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I mean, we lose money every day. I don't know how much money they lose on every Medicaid patient every day, especially now with COVID, all the extra expenses for the supplies and the- Screening man. and- then we had to raise salaries to get people to come to work and, and just been uh, a real financial challenge. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. To make ends meet, like you said, Medicaid doesn't really pay enough to support. It did before, it's probably been worse now. Right. So what is your message of hope before we, what's, how do you provide hope you said you have these long-standing relationships that's what drives you to to be there all of these years but covid obviously has been a you know a big stressor you are faith faith in god faith in christ it's the hope that i share every sunday morning i hope yeah in prayer and just just being a friend you know what i mean i i, I try to be a friend to everybody humor i use a lot of a lot of humor i just uh Talk to our town hall meeting today. I, I told him the three stages of Santa Claus for a man. Probably cut this out first. Please, <laughs> Santa Claus. Then he is Santa Claus. Then he looks like Santa. Claus. <laughs> uh, a lot of humor and stories to relate to people. You know, it's sad, but we try to keep it upbeat. We keep it upbeat. You know, you, you have your sadness. I I tell some people almost every week. I'm I'm, I'm either with a dying resident. Family member funeral viewing almost every week. Yeah, yeah. Part of the long term term care that, that we're involved in. Absolutely, it's part of the beast essentially. Just being there, just your presence. Yeah, I think the human interaction, being fully present for one another, is a common threat. Yes, that's, that's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful for your time. I'm going to tell him I was your fourth and fifth grade school teacher, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was getting to it. We're, oh, we're going to put some teasers in the in the face. Look, I got grades too now. I have grades too. I'm 47 years old now. Can you believe that? No, I can't. All my next student gets old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, you look well. You look well. I'm so glad to see you. Doing okay. Complain. Yeah, I'll I'll have to hit you up and come by and once you know now that you've opened the doors a little bit, now I'm in the area, volunteer and everything. Great information, right from the source. For more information on how to care give like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.